everyone, this is Craig Valentine, and welcome to another Turbulence Training 7-Day Fat Loss Coaching Call. We are here near the end of the year, heading into the last month, but there's still plenty of time for you to make progress. You know, there's folks in their last few days of the 6th Turbulence Training Transformation Contest, they're going to be burning fat right through the rest of this month. And then we're going to start a new contest on December 26th, so the day after Christmas we can get right into it. There's really, really no excuses these days for people to turn off their fat-burning potential. you really got lots of opportunity to continue to improve, get a head start on New Year's resolution, folks, and you're going to be off to the races. Now, I have a new program, Turbulence Training Bodyweight Bodybuilding, that I gave to my friend Vince Del Monte to offer along with his no-nonsense DVD set this week. He's going to be having a birthday sale, and that was my birthday gift to him, was giving him that program to use in his uh, DVD set. So watch for that on Tuesday, December 1st. We also have some tips for muscle building from, from Vince in this uh, call. And in the last six weeks, four of those weeks, I spent using one of Vince's programs and got great results, boosted my body weight about four to five pounds in the four weeks. Then, unfortunately, um, well, then actually, on the positive side, I used some of those techniques to complement body weight exercises and putting together that tough bodyweight program called the Turbulence Training Bodyweight Bodybuilding Program, and it includes the crazy bodyweight 501 or the insane bodyweight 666 circuit. You're going to like those. Uh, those That was an intense workout, but actually bodybuilding, bodyweight bodybuilding workout A is one tough program. It is seriously tough. You're, you're going to be amazed at how much work you can do for your legs with uh, just bodyweight exercise. Anyways, as I was saying, something did Bad did happen and wiped out all of my gains. I got sick this week, either ate something bad or uh, got some type of stomach virus, wasn't able to eat for 48 hours. And so now I'm actually I'm lost seven pounds this week. So I'm sure that will most of that will come right back, uh, water weight and all that sort of stuff. And then, uh, but I am starting a little bit behind. Unfortunately, even all those uh, had great results I had early in November, but I'm going to start some interesting new programs. Man, we got a lot of great programs coming in uh, 2010. First of all, we have TT2K10. We always do in January the 2K program, and that is just really a summary of all the greatest things that I've learned in the last year. And uh, it's an interesting program, quite different than the 2K9 program. You're going to like it. You're going to love it, actually. Then in, uh, we're also going to have a, a beginner program, so we're going to try and do two programs a month, and you're going to get a beginner program as well. If uh, you're a beginner, you know, you got sore knees, that type of stuff, we have a lot of requests for those types of programs, so you're going to get an advanced and a beginner program. Then in February, I'm not sure what the second program is going to be, but the advanced program is going to be Turbulence Training Transformation. And that's going to be based on the Buff Dude Hot Chicks program from last year that so many people who won our contest used that one. That was a very common theme that they used, the Buff Dude's Hot Chicks 2009 February workout. So I'm altering it and updating it. Got some new interesting twists on that program. People really want a new version of that. So you're going to get that. And then in March, I think you're going to get the Big Six Circuit, so we've had the Big Five Circuit from May of 2008, I believe, but uh, I've updated it with one additional component, so we're going to get the Big Six Circuit out in March, I think. 
So look for those programs. Make sure that you're a part of the Turbulence Training membership site. You get three months in there when you buy Turbulence Training and get started in the system. So you're going to love it. We're actually doing a lot of follow-along videos. We're going to probably offer those as an upgrade DVD program. So you get shipped a new Turbulence Training workout of the month every month on DVD. So I, don't hold me to it, but I'm 90% sure I'm going to get that done. And we filmed our first one. It was tough, man. I'm telling you, that might have contributed to my illness, uh, you know, trying to film a whole bunch of workouts in, in two nights. And that's the one thing i got to figure out logistically. How am I going to film all these workouts uh, in their entirety and get them to you without, uh, without killing myself? Anyways, that's my problem, not yours. So uh, let's move into the transformation stuff. On Monday, November 30th, our transformation tip of the week is a real serious one. And here it goes. The harsh reality is that most people do not want to see you succeed. People will try to hold you down and bring you down and make you screw up. You must make an effort to hang around others who share your goals to lose weight so that you can leverage their knowledge, commitment, support, and success. It is research proven that when you hang around others who succeed, you will succeed as well. And this obviously goes for almost anything in life whether you want to make more money, whether you want to be a happier person, whether you want to be better at a sport, whether you want to be a bodybuilder, whether you want to lose fat, you've got to hang around people that are succeeding in those areas if you want to you know, step up your game to their level. It's that simple. So please continue every week, every day to look for new people that can be positive role models and support for you and to uh, come up with, you know, I wouldn't say excuses, but solutions to the obstacles that other people are posing in your life. You know, people that want to take you out to Pizza Hut every day at lunchtime. You know, you have to come up with, um, you know, arguments and, and situations to, to say, no, I can't do that uh, to the people that want to bring you down. Whether they're bringing you down consciously or subconsciously, people are out there trying to sabotage your success. So make sure that you're choosing your associates wisely. All right, into workout A, we're going to look at uh, a program we've actually looked at in the past, Turbulence Training Bodyweight Phase 5. This is the Advanced Upper Body Strength and Lower Body Circuit Conditioning. Now, this is a tough program, but it's actually quite a bit different than the Bodyweight Bodybuilding. I've altered the Bodyweight Bodybuilding to be more of a strength and mass type program by changing the repetition speed or changing the repetition in, um, as in its entirety, compared to, you know, this program here, the Turbulence Training Bodyweight Phase 5, still a little more conditioning type, um, so not, you wouldn't expect as much muscle building with this one. But anyways, here we go, Workout A from Phase 5. Our first superset is a warm-up superset. We do the T-squat with our arms out to the side and then a feet on the ball push-up, and that'll get us warmed up. Then we move into the chin-up, you're going to go uh, to maximum reps, minus one, so if you can do 12, do 11. And then you're going to do hands on the bench, feet on the ball, push-up for 15 reps. Now, that one you're going to find work, does work your abdominals for stability and endurance more than a regular push-up. Then you're going to do hands uh, push-ups with your hands on the ball, so that will work your triceps more, and a one-leg deadlift. That will be that superset. Then in the fourth superset, you're going to do inverted row with your feet on the ball and Spider-Man push-ups. And then you're going to do a little circuit here to finish things off. Side plank leg lift. A split squat with front foot elevated, Spider-Man climb, and plank with arms on the ball. So it's a, it's a heck of a workout. A lot of body weight exercise in there, obviously. A lot of volume. 
it's more of a conditioning type workout than the bodyweight bodybuilding program that you'll get access to this week. Okay, into Tuesday, we've got 30 minutes of fun activity. And, uh, you know, make sure you do something that does not interfere with your recovery from the previous day and does not impede your performance in the workout in the next day. So, you know, you know your physical activity level. If you're a beginner, then a 30-minute walk or a 15-minute walk and 15 minutes of stretching, that's going to be better for you than, you know, trying to go out and pound the pavement for a 30-minute jog. You won't be able to recover from that jog the next day. Your muscles will be sore and you won't be able to work out hard in your real workout. So make sure that you are picking the right activity. The off-day activity is just to get you moving, to keep your butt off the couch, you know, looking at improving some of your weak spots. If you need more mobility, then by all means, spend more time in stretching and, and yoga-type activities. And it doesn't have to be, you know, you boosting your heart rate through the roof. Just get moving and get working on improving your life and quality of life with activity. So our three muscle-building tips from Vince Del Monte are these. These are my three favorite ones. I mean, I... To be honest with you, I don't agree with everything Vince believes in. Vince probably doesn't agree with everything that I believe in when it comes to training. But these are three solid, solid recommendations. Vince says, first, when you're getting into muscle building, begin with three full-body weight training workouts done every 48 hours, so every other day. He's got some good information on caloric intake. He says, take your body weight in pounds and multiply it by 15 to determine your daily caloric intake if you want to gain weight. Now, this is... Again, targeted at people who are uh, skinny, who are not overweight, so keep that in mind. If you're overweight and want to lose fat, you do not do what I just said there. But if you're skinny, you need to gain weight, take your body weight in pounds, multiply it by 15 to determine your calorie intake if you want to gain weight. Okay? So let's uh, look at number three, which is use a training journal and track your progress and, and have a structured training program. Don't go into the gym without a plan. You really need to be focused, just like you do when you're scheduling your nutrition for fat loss. You need to be just as focused when you're scheduling your workouts for muscle building. Okay, into Wednesday, a little tip from the Men's Health December 2009 issue. They actually said in there that an hour of lifting burns 500 calories, which is the same as 40 minutes of running, which is obviously dependent on your fitness level in both situations. But, you know, so many people ask me how many calories are burned in turbulence training. And, you know, my, my honest answer is don't worry about it because, you know, calorie burning isn't the be-all and end-all of fat loss. It just can't be because if you take a look at all the people doing lots of cardio, that's pretty good proof that, you know, just burning calories alone is not the most important thing. It's the intensity of your training. It's the, you know stimulus you put in your muscles so that they adapt in a completely different way than what we think about when we think about burning calories. So, I mean, if you're doing resistance training, you're not just burning calories in the act of the resistance training. You're actually, you know, sculpting your muscles. So, let's not get too worried about the calories, And um, but if you want to, to think about it, you know, you're probably going to burn about 500 calories in a turbulence training workout of 45 minutes. You know, the combination of resistance training and interval training, probably 350 to 500 calories. But again, don't think about that because that, when you think about just burning calories, then you're thinking about breaking down your body. How much can I break down my body in this workout? But we're really doing 
you know, turbulence training is much closer to bodybuilding and building up our bodies than it is ever to cardio and that type of mentality. So avoid the cardio mentality, which is breaking down the body. Focus on the turbulence training and bodybuilding mentality, not traditional, you know, get in the gym and put your spandex on bodybuilding, but the building up of the body. That's what we're focusing on. So the, another way to think of this is when you're doing turbulence training, try fat loss, and you're transforming your body, imagine the sculptor with a completely big block of stone, and he wants to make, you know, Michelangelo's David. What he's going to do is, you know, the analogy would be using diet to get down to the figure and then resistance training and interval training to then sculpt out the details of the statue. So big block, big block of concrete, we diet down through that using good nutrition, whole natural foods, and then we sculpt it into, into our own version of Michelangelo's David using resistance training and interval training. All right, into workout B from the turbulence training phase five of the bodyweight program. And we're going to start with a prisoner squat, prisoner lunge, and inverted row tri-set to get started. And pull-ups, we're going to do that max minus one, so one rep short of failure. So if you can do nine, do eight. And you're going to pair that with an elbow to instep lunge, which is an exercise that we've had a, a couple times, I think, or at least once in the 2009 programs. It's a lunge where you have your hands up in the prisoner position, and then as you go down, you bring your elbow inside of your knee. But uh, try not to round your back too much, and also take it very conservatively because it's a strong stretch for your groin. It's really a warm-up activity for your lower body. All right, then we're going to do hands on the ball, feet on the bench push-up. So that's a tougher push-up. That's the toughest push-up I think I have in this program because uh, there's no one-hand push-ups or anything. But hands on the ball, so you're going to be very careful, and feet on the bench. If you're not comfortable doing it, by all means don't. Um, you can do hands on the ball push-ups again, or you can do some other type of push-up, decline push-up, close grip push-up, it doesn't matter. But uh, if you're strong and stable, you can do it that way. You're going to pair that with a one-leg Romanian deadlift. Then you're going to do shoulder press push-ups, pipe push-ups, also called that, um, paired with a stability ball one-leg curl. Now, the stability ball one-leg curl is a powerful hamstring exercise. People underestimate it. I think it should be in a lot more programs, and you will see it in the 2K, 2K10 program. Um, in 5A, you're going to get jumping jacks. Then 5B, uh, you're in a circuit here now, so you're getting chops, 15 reps. 5C is stability ball rollouts for 10 reps. And then 5D, you're going to do chin-ups for 6 reps. So that is it for workout B. And then into Thursday, 30 minutes of fun activity. And then I want to go back and touch on fish oil that we talked about last week because people, some people just didn't understand what I was saying. I wasn't saying don't ever use fish oil. I was saying do not megadose with fish oil unless you are under, you know, doctor's care for it. Or if you, you know, there's no real proof that it's, you know, megadosing with fish oil is going to help people lose body fat. Not convinced of it at all. And so I think you should be very careful with that. And so if we look at the American Heart Association, who aren't perfect and, you know, people can, uh, can say these people have given bad advice in the past, but, you know, let's just focus on what the experts are saying. And they're saying that people with coronary artery disease should consume about a gram of EPA and DHA, the omega-3 fatty acids per day, preferably from eating fish. Unfortunately, to get that amount, you would, you would need to eat one to two servings of salmon or even up to four to seven servings of cod or four servings of shrimp per day 
And then the problem becomes, you know, where is this fish coming from? 90% of the salmon that you get in restaurants and supermarkets in the United States is, is probably farmed salmon, according to an article I read in Men's Health uh, magazine. So you have to be careful about where you're getting this fish. So technically, the supplements are probably a better way of doing it. Um, obviously, it's tough to eat that amount of fish uh, to prepare properly to get proper fish. So, you know, they don't they – do, the American Heart Association does not actually recommend fish oil supplements for people that do not have a diagnosis of heart disease or high triglycerides. But, you know, they do recommend that people eat a variety of fish at least twice a week. Of course, I just mentioned all the problems with fish, um, you know, in, in the way we get our fish. So, you know, kind of between a rock and a hard place. Um, but their last, you know, thing that they say is that if you want to try a fish oil supplement, check with your health care provider first. And, of course, these are all very, very conservative recommendations. So fish oil is a very healthy nutrient. And I'm not saying you do not ever need any of it. But I am saying be very careful about how much you take in, about, you know, if you're on any other medications, if you have low blood pressure already, if you have any problems with blood clotting, just make sure that you are safe to consume fish oil in whatever dose that you're taking. And so the bottom line is, healthy nutrient, but not going to help you lose fat. That is my belief. And, uh, you know, I need to see some science that proves that fish oil will help people lose body fat. just doesn't make any sense to me. All right. Into Friday, high-intensity cardio is an alternative to interval training. So we're just going to give a bit of a training tip here because in the bodyweight program, I do say you can do high-intensity cardio on the last day of the, uh, in the work, at the end of workout C instead of interval training. And so high-intensity cardio is just going as hard as possible in 20 minutes. It also works like interval training. It may not work as well, and it is still kind of boring because you're just going, you know, at that, that pace. With interval training, you get to go hard and easy, and uh, just by going back and forth on that, the time seems to go by a lot faster, at least in my world, because, you know, even though the 30-second sprint takes forever, the 90 seconds of recovery goes feels like nine seconds. So that's why I prefer doing interval training myself. But most people will see some results with high-intensity cardio, not the type of stuff that you do for 45 minutes while reading People magazine and watching TV. I don't expect any results from that. But the high-intensity stuff where, you know, you're really challenging yourself, that is an alternative to interval training if you feel like changing it up. Okay, into workout C. We're going to start with a three-exercise warm-up of a Y-squat with their hands up in the Y position, shoulder blades back and together. That's our focus there. Cross-crawl, that's our standing abdominal-type exercise and upper body mobility. And then elevated push-up, which works torso muscles and also your pressing muscles, of course. All right, into uh, the first real superset, we're going to do towel row. So you're going to be lying underneath the bar with towels uh, looped over the bar and doing your body weight rows and challenging your grip strength quite a bit there. So you won't be able to get very many. And then you're going to pair that with a rotate lunge. This is an exercise, real good mobility, hip mobility exercise I put in there because, again, in this program we're focusing on upper body strength and lower body conditioning so and mobility, so that's what we get there. Then in 3A we move into chin-ups. We do that one repetition short of failure again, and we do push-ups with hands on the ball. And then we do Spider-Man push-up paired with stability ball jackknife rotation. And then finish off with a mini circuit of sift squat, which is a squat with your balls on the feet, or on, yeah, on the balls of your feet. 
and then multi-directional lunge where you go forward, diagonal, and, and then reverse lunge, and you go through that four times for each side, and then finish up with a side plank, and you are all finished up on the workout C. Now, if you have any energy left, you can do the high-intensity cardio, but <clears throat> that might be asking a little too much for most people. So that was an intense bodyweight workout. Again, bodyweight bodybuilding will be out this week, and that's another good program that you can check out. Okay, so into Social Sports Saturday. I always like to say it's my favorite day of the week. I really do like my Saturdays. And so we have 30 minutes of fun activity, and then here's a little thing I want you to do. I got uh, I read this book once called uh, Make It Big by Frank McKinney, and he has 49 tips in there or something. And one of them is this, and I really liked it. It says, figure yourself out, spend some time in introspection. So it's a brilliant idea for this Saturday. I just want you to take 10 or 15 minutes for yourself to write down where you're headed for the rest of the year, what plans you want to accomplish in 2010, and then I want you to put in the action steps you need to follow to reach those goals. So just keep things very simple and clear. And I also want you to answer these questions. Is the life you're living worth what you are giving up to have it? And that could mean, you know, is the job that you work at worth giving up, you know, three hours of your children's, you know, growing up time because you have to do the commute and you can make the same amount of money closer to home? You know, that type of stuff. That's a pretty heavy one, obviously. Um, but just a real tough question. Great question to ask yourself. Is the life you're living worth what you're giving up to have it? Consider that. Are you doing what you want in life? Are you living the personal life that you want? Maybe, here's something crazy. Maybe you love bowling and you just aren't doing any bowling. But there's a league in town and you could go and join bowling in 2010. Why not do that? You know, what's stopping you from doing that? Are you doing enough of the little things that make you happy? And, you know, that bowling could be making you really happy. You know, if you, let's say you have a job that you just can't get out of, that you don't really like that much. Maybe Wednesday night bowling would really make the week go better. You'd, you'd be much happier. Who knows what a little, you know, the little things are always, always the things that uh, keep people around and keep people happy. It's the little things in life. You know, it's not really the faster cars. It's it's the little thing that you might be able to pick up for your spouse at the mall. Just a little tiny thing is probably making just as happy as, you know, bringing home a brand new car. So little things, little things, little things. Make sure you get enough of those in your life. Are you spending enough time with the people that make you happy? You know, could you find another 30 minutes to spend with someone that you used to be really good friends with that you really want to see? Maybe you could see them half an hour a week. Maybe you could see them two hours a month. You know, are you spending enough time with the people to make you happy? And then are you making the best use of the limited time you have in your one life? So really think about that one. Those are some powerful questions. They're simple questions, and the, the answers are quite simple. You know, sometimes, you know, we always go through this phase, and we'll probably see so many people at Christmas time and say, oh, you know, we should see each other more. And, you know, the answer to the solution to seeing most of those people is probably very simple. You know, scheduling it in like a workout, scheduling time in to see these people and, and making the effort. And uh, it's very simple. And so just make a simple plan, develop some simple solutions. And I really think that, you know, just simple little things, you know, adding a few simple little things into your life could probably really make a lot of people a lot happier. Even if you're pretty happy right now, you could you could go from a nine to a nine and a half. 
Or if you're struggling, you can go from a six to an eight probably by putting in a little more time for yourself, a little more time to make yourself happy. So I hope that uh, that little activity there, those questions, you know, if you take 10, 15, 30 minutes and think about those, I bet you you could really come up with some answers and solutions to making yourself a happy little camper for 2010. All right, let's move into Sunday, plan, shop, and prepare. Of course, we also have to carve out some time for, for this. And I want to talk about the truth about fruit and fat loss. Now, I've always been amused by the people that say, you know, you should watch how much fruit that you consume. Because most of the people that say that will at one point in the day consume four or 500 calories of processed carbohydrates from a muffin or from cookies or something, and then they're all worried about how much fruit that they're, they're eating. So, fortunately, this research study came out. It was a, a review study from uh, some Danish folks, and they found, or what they wanted to do basically was see, you know, what the impact of fruit was on uh, the risk of overweight and obesity. So they looked at a bunch of studies. I think they came across 16 studies in total. And most of the studies showed that fruit intake reduced body weight. Fruit consumption reduced the risk of developing overweight and obesity. And some other studies found an inverse association between fruit intake and body weight. That simply means, you know, the people that ate the most fruit had the lower body weight. So there's no evidence that, you know, fruit makes you gain weight. It's the same with the nuts. You know, we talked about the same type of study that they did with nut intake, and they found that, you know, people that eat nuts generally weigh less. People that eat fruit weigh less. So, you know, those are whole natural foods. Those are not the types of foods that are making you overweight. Soda, processed foods, high-calorie foods, that's what's getting people into trouble. So I hope, uh, hope we can end this fruit silliness and uh, focus on, you know, consuming those fruits and replacing, you know, high-calorie desserts with uh, some more fruit and, and uh, you know, when we're sticking to our plan and reward ourselves on the weekend with some, you know, a, a moderate amount of our favorite foods and, and away we go. It's a very, very simple plan once you once you understand it. So we'll be talking about that quite a bit, obviously, in the new year, about how simple fat loss really is once you accept how difficult the process is going to be. So, of course, that, uh, that's another mindset thing we will talk about soon. Next week, we're going to have some more workouts. I don't know which one I'm going to cover next week, but it will be very fun. Uh, the Turbulence Training 6th Transformation Contest ends next week, so December 11th, so after next week's call. And uh, we'll also have some nutrition stuff. I think I'm going to bring out some information on on how you set your calorie goals if you're trying to lose fat. And then we also have some kettlebell research, very interesting kettlebell and fitness research that we will be discussing next week. So thank you, everyone, for being on this call. It was a, a little longer one, but we had some great information and I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving, and I wish everyone a great kickstart to the holiday season. And look for Bodyweight Bodybuilding coming this week as part of Vince Delmonte's DVD set. So talk to you soon, everyone. This is Craig Valentine from TurbulenceTraining.com, wishing you a great week.